Eating disorders affect at least 9% of the worldwide population and 9% of the United States population, according to the National Association of Anorexia Nervosa and Associated Disorders. To find out more about eating disorders, I interviewed Maggie Moore, an alumni family liaison at Eating Recovery Center. Eating disorders are a very taboo subject, and there is a lot of stigma behind them, too. Eating disorders have, have historically been thought of as a, a primarily female, um, even white, cisgendered um, eating disorder phenomenon. Um, but certainly we, we know that eating disorders do not discriminate. Um, eating disorders impact um, both men and women, um, all socioeconomics, um, all races. It can also affect different people in different types of ways. For example, some may lose weight and diet, while others might binge eat. With that being said, most people know about anorexia, where there can be weight loss restricted diets and disordered body image. Bulimia, where there is binge eating and then behaviors meant to undo the eating, like vomiting. And finally, binge eating, where large amounts of food is consumed at periods of time. But there is also ARFID and OSFED. ARFID is, um, happens when somebody um, has kind of food patterns and rules that often result in them restricting food. However, it is not driven by the desire to um, be at a lower body weight. Um, so somebody with ARFID um, may not um, eat um a kind of consistent way because they're fearful um, that they might have some sort of abdominal pain or somebody with ARFID um, might have some sort of um, kind of food rule that they can only eat um, orange colored food. So they can only consume foods that are carrots or um, oranges. And so that results in kind of, um, restricting calories, but it's not necessarily for a desire of, of a lower body weight. Um, and then the other diagnosis is um, OSFED, it's otherwise specified eating disorder. So it's kind of a, a diagnosis of if, if you have a lot of um, behaviors and symptoms um, uh, related to your eating disorder, but they might not fall into the other categories of, of anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and ARFID. So once diagnosed with an eating disorder, the next step is to get care, whether it's being hospitalized or going to a treatment center. And then after the treatment, you would continue to meet with someone like Maggie for support. If you or someone you know is struggling, please listen to this. It's a really hard thing to be going through um, and that they don't have to be going through it alone, that there's um, opportunities for support. Um, and treatment, and that I would encourage them to reach out to a trusted person, whether that's a friend, a teacher, a parent, a family member, um, just to start um, having the conversation and being open and honest to figure out kind of what the best next steps are for them. Um, and, and, you know, it's better to, to talk about it than to keep it in because that's where sometimes the eating disorder can thrive is, is in secrecy and, and keeping it to yourself. So reaching out and getting support is really important. If you're looking for support or additional information, check out the links in the description.
For Night TV, this is Katie Clicker reporting.